If you're a Bangalorean, oh my God, this is a special day for all of us together because it's a it's a milestone day for a very important part of Bengaluru, and that is the Bengaluru International Airport Limited. Uh, I am so thrilled that officially today marks the day that they celebrate 14 beautiful years. It's grown to be the third largest in India, the busiest in South India, and so much more. With me, to actually celebrate it a little bit on the show, is a person. I've only heard these kind of like these sweet little rumors about here and there. Uh, apparently, you know, he's a living legend in the aviation space. Satyaki Raghunath, who's Chief Strategy and Development Officer down at the Bengaluru International Airport Limited, is with us on the show. Satyaki, good morning. How are you? Morning, K. Really doing well. Um, very nice of you to say these things, uh, and we're very excited about the 14 years. Congratulations! Uh, I mean, how do you feel personally? I mean, this must be a very happy moment for you. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think every year we celebrate this anniversary is quite a momentous occasion. And uh, you know, I was I was on the consulting side when the airport was conceptualized, mm. and I worked uh, for Bangalore Airport in the first, I would say, seven eight years of its existence. So between 2006 and about 16, I was actually on the consulting side and I did a lot of work. So right, I remember right. the days when there was nothing there. And you know, we used to have a office uh, and the meetings near Hebal, in our original sort of bile office. And I used to come from abroad for these meetings. Right, right, right. And and there was no highway. There was sort of it was a very different. Uh, I think Devanahalli side, if you remember uh, those days. Yeah, absolutely. To, <laughs> to see it grow from where it was at that point to what it is today, I think is very very heartwarming. Over the last four and a half years, I've been uh, an employee of the airport, so. Mm. It's been exceptionally rewarding, very fulfilling, and very gratifying as a Bangalorean. You know, sort of see what we've done. Can I tell you this weird kind of thing that I do personally? All right, um, and I've never said this before, so I'm actually telling it to you because it seems right, right? I, I, I have this weird kind of thing that I like doing personally. I like going down to the Bengaluru International Airport, like many other Bangaloreans, hanging out there. But what I really like to do is just sitting at the arrivals space, right, and seeing wonderful people being. United, or rather reunited, you know, after seeing each other from a long time, it's some of the most beautiful moments that you will see. It's a very creepy thing to say, but I really enjoy. I mean, I enjoy it. It's so nice to see, uh, you know, people coming in. What's really nice is, you know, is that you guys have made things so seamless, so smooth. The quad has become a hangout place for Bangalore. I mean. It's become like this cultural spot that everybody wants to go have a chai, have some food, listen. In some cases, you have live music there and come back. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's it's very interesting that you say that, right? Some of these things are serendipitous and happy sort of mm. uh, coincidences. When we thought of the quad at first, and I think uh, full credit to our CEO Hari and uh, mm. Kenneth, who's our chief commercial officer, it was conceptualized as sort of a temporary. Commercial area uh, right. for passengers and people who come to meet and greet or to see off their, right. uh, you know, loved ones. And we thought we we were going to do it for about 11 months. And of course, this was pre-COVID, so we we had had a you know plan to do it uh, for between 11 and 14 months. Right. And we never thought it was going to be such an incredible success. And 
it's got to the stage where as you like you there are many bangaloreans including myself who go on a weekend right. and sit there you know <laughs> have a have a drink or something to eat yeah. watch the music etc yeah so uh, i think it in many cases when we don't plan and yeah. sort of do things by accident right magic happens and mm. i think this this was sort of one of those instances where everything came together really well i think the location right outside the terminal is an incredibly uh, advantageous yeah uh, thing to have yeah. and as you say i'm like you so i've i've always been a crazy transportation and aviation buff right and to go to an airport and see people uh, welcoming their loved ones or seeing them off or uh, having those moments where you think that you're part of something that's that very important to people mm. that's part of their daily mm-hmm. lives and allows you to connect people is something that i think we we really cherish right and everything that we've tried to do at bangalore airport i'm not saying everything works but everything that we've tried to do at bangalore airport is built around the idea of how do we improve customer experience right and i think customers are also becoming so much more nuanced these days uh, they right. have very high expectations it's also the the era of personalization right everybody wants everything the way they want it and when they want it so right. so it's not an easy easy thing to uh, let's say uh, satisfy yeah. <laughs> we are trying to do our best and i think we we get some things right i think we've got a long way to go yeah true uh, true so so we'll get there yeah um what i you know kind of very distinctly remember is a lot of pictures doing the rounds of when you guys of course when india hit pandemic and the airport the bengaluru international airport deserted right no people at all um which was strange for us to see right and then now to being one of the busiest airports in south india to uh being the number one airport in india handling perishable shipments like roses and mangoes and stuff like that i mean you guys have come a long way so uh, was that a scary thing for you guys at that time and then you know now seeing things open up it it's must be so fulfilling to see the bangalore airport back in action with people coming down from all across the globe i think about 90% of your international flights have been restored if i'm not mistaken so i mean i think you take us back to some very dark moments mm. uh, you know uh, i think the pandemic was completely unexpected for most of us as you know and travel and transportation and, and aviation in particular were acutely affected yeah in fact there was a period uh, between 24th of march 2020 and 24th of may 2020 which funnily enough was our uh, i think today uh, was our 12th anniversary right i mean yeah. it was exactly our anniversary mm. uh, during that period uh, there were no passenger flights at all except for some repatriation flights which were bringing yeah. indians stranded abroad back and yeah. things like that and then of course we had to get sort of working with the ministry working with the government working with the health authorities to try and figure out how are we going to keep this operation running how are we going to make sure that the airport continues to serve as a driver of growth a driver for cargo logistics essential supplies and to connect people because at the end of the day with or without the pandemic people still needed to travel Absolutely. for essential reasons yeah etc right so so i think uh, full credit to everybody i mean we, we we did a lot of work but equally i think uh, the government of karnataka and the government of india were absolutely incredible in terms right. of how they stepped up and how they worked very closely with us and how they uh, ensured that at, at all times we were trying to make sure passengers and customers could get to point, from point a to point b yeah and and i think that took some time i think the good part is uh, 
over time we got better i mean everybody got better at dealing with it correct and correct. i think with vaccination with the fact that uh, i think delta was terrible i think delta was just, uh, just mm-hmm. really awful for all of india yeah. as you know yeah uh, it was it was quite heartbreaking and i think those were the most uh, scary moments but interestingly enough uh, when we shut down the first time i mean in 2020 and then we had delta in 21 and then late 21 early 22 we had omicron right every subsequent wave uh, in terms of the traffic numbers was less impactful right. and the recovery was faster so it okay. took about 7 months to recover uh, back to about 75% of pre covid levels after the first wave hmm. it took about 5 months after delta hmm. and after omicron it was about 8 weeks okay so okay I think that's been reassuring. Uh, I think uh, the vaccination and the fact that uh, we've realized how to deal with it better has gone a long way in sort of making the recovery faster. Right. Uh, the the other two things that you talked about, uh, I mean, we've grown tremendously, as you know. Yeah. When we started off in the first year of traffic, we had 9 million passengers. Mm. When we celebrated our 10th anniversary in 2018, we had 27 million passengers that year. So we tripled in traffic volumes. How are you guys managing the surge Satyaki like oh my god it's a, it's a ridiculous surge as well like how i mean i'll get to t2 in a second right but but how are you guys managing currently with the resources at hand I think uh it's a work in progress uh, let me not sort of uh, try and sugarcoat this i think what has happened and i think this is important for your listeners also is that when covid uh, happened i think the aviation industry went through a tremendous amount of uh, pain yeah and we we were lucky enough we didn't lay off anybody but i think for, across the aviation uh, sector a lot of the airlines uh, a lot of the aviation ecosystem partners etc had it even worse than us and in many ways uh, i think there was a resource crunch people got made lost their livelihoods and jobs as you know and things like that yeah also aircraft were parked for a long time so to bring all this back into the system takes time right so i think it is mm. something that's getting better from our perspective like i said we tripled in traffic volumes in the first 10 years of our yeah. uh, existence we are likely to triple once again in traffic volumes to be about 80 million annual passengers by 2030 uh, right. we we we've, we've done a lot to sort of cater to those uh, projected demands so if you look at it we we do a master plan update once in about 5 years and okay. as far as the latest master plan update is uh, concerned we thought about what we need to do to get to that 90 million annual passengers a year right. uh, benchmark Uh, the second runway opened in December 2018 mm. as you know mm. we then had we have a new terminal that's opening later this year the access roads are being expanded mm. the metro is likely to come in in the next few years i mean work has already started as you know mm. and uh, so we we we're investing in capacity on the air side which includes the runways the taxiways the aprons uh, we are investing in capacity in the terminals as you as you well know and we're yeah. investing in capacity on the land side Right. From a cargo perspective, also our growth has been quite spectacular. We when we we are now at about I mean last year we had our best ever cargo year. Despite yeah, we, we congratulations! <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you. That's amazing. Yeah, no, it's been it's been quite incredible. So we're investing in that as well. And the perishable story that you talked about was also superb. So so mm. I think uh, we are investing in cool cold chain facilities. We're investing in new technology. At the end of the day, I think we succeed if our customers are happy. Uh, right. You know, passengers are happy. The cargo gets. deliver from point A to point B is the right time um, and, right. and things like that so so for us that's paramount can i ask you about um whether <laughs> whether you i don't know while you're moving through the airport or maybe you're moving through other airports in india across the world and suddenly you come across or other you know you pass by someone and they're having a conversation like you know this airport is all fine but our bangalore airport no it's it's the best you know how smooth do you, do you ever come across those conversations <laughs> 
which people walk you through and then you're like you just put your collar up and walk quietly away <laughs> so i mean i think there have been some occasions yeah. when people have spoken very glowingly about bangalore airport and of course it makes us feel very good yeah but i i think you know we have a long way to go so if you go to different airports there are different things that are great i think the greatest success of uh, or the uh, the good thing about bangalore airport is our short walking distance mm. how easy it is to get from the curbside to to the gate and vice versa how simple it is yeah but you know one thing i would like to also point out the listeners is that as airports scale up and i've worked at airports all over the world for the last 20 years right uh as airports scale up and especially as they cross that 30 million passenger a year mark mm. things do become complicated because when you have that scale right at peak hours you have a certain minimum number of aircraft sitting on the ground when right. that happens you have a certain number of passengers there are surges and and it things do become more complicated you have to have multiple terminals walking distances become larger and things like that so you it's a it's an interesting paradox uh, at a lower level traffic threshold level you have better level of service at a much higher traffic level in fact in many cases your walking distances become longer uh, your waiting times become longer and things like that we are trying to work on it and i think technology has certainly you know played a part in 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 helping us figure out what we need to do in order to improve this but over time i think uh, airports will get it right but but yes i think uh, my i am biased of course i certainly think we are the most efficient airport in india by far uh, we are the nicest airport in india and i yeah. would say this uh, to anybody happily yeah yeah but, i but, will uh, too i think a lot of bangladeshis will say the same <laughs> yeah no no i know i know there are days when for instance there there people do complain about the queues outside the terminal or at security or at immigration and these are all things that we are working on and i think the other the other important thing to remember is that some of these things are sovereign functions so we work with the government of india or the the response uh, you know the, the concerned ministry yeah. and it takes time to get staff right and it's not something that the ministry is also not aware about they they're working incredibly hard mm. with us in order to address these issues but these are all institutional things that take time and i and all i will ask you know from you and from you know citizens of bangalore and our listeners is that it's not lost on us that we need to provide a very high quality of service and we would like to set the bar very high yeah. and make sure that our passengers and customers are happy every time they come through the airport right, in right. fact when they complain we take it very seriously so it's not as if we don't so you uh, like you know, the complaints you like the complaints we, I mean, we appreciate help, the complaints yeah, it, yeah. it helps us it helps us improve right absolutely I mean, it, it, so absolutely so please definitely tell us if you if you think we can do something better uh and and you know any any constructive input is always welcome because we would we it, we really want to be as good as our passengers and customers expect us to be that's nice and, to and hear and there's very little uh, in it for us if we are not right? right because at the end of the day that's what makes us happiest right. so absolutely please tell us at all times if you think we can do anything better uh, it's something that we we strive to uh, our teams take it very seriously mm. and i i think every issue that is brought to us is being addressed it might some of them might be visible others might take time right. but i certainly believe that we are looking into every aspect that people highlight right um the big thing that i of course want to talk about is t2 my gosh it is you can see it being slowly constructed in all its glory uh, the nice part i hear is that it's more greeno than uh than anything like we've ever seen before which is something that's very reassuring for me personally as a person who travels to you know through the airport here and there so uh talk to me about t2 i mean is this something we can be excited about something you want to tell us about it please uh absolutely i think p2 all bangaloreans and all uh, let's say aviation geeks or airport lovers should be very thrilled and excited and intrigued by t2 uh t2 was conceptualized or the beginnings of t2 happened in 2010 11 when we realized we needed a second terminal 
And at that point, we thought about what's the best location, what does it need yeah. to sort of, uh, wh- wh- how do we think about it, etc. Mm. And between 2000, uh, of course, then Kingfisher collapsed and various things happened. But between 2014 and 17, we conceptualized it. And it's uh, COVID has, of course, delayed it by a couple of years, but it's scheduled to open later this year. And I think from our perspective, right, T2 is built on four key pillars. The first, so the first pillar is the fact that Bangalore always was a garden city, if, if you remember. Mm, yeah. And certainly during your childhood and mine, I mean, there was a lot more greenery than Absolutely. today. Yeah, yeah. But I remember Bangalore being so wonderful. I mean, I grew up in Chennai, but uh, I had most of my family who lived here. Yeah. And I used to come all the time and it was 10, 12 degrees cooler. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You, know, fact, you needed a blanket during the night without the exactly. fan on. Exactly, right? I never used to have the fan and I used to have a blanket. I used to think it was the coolest place in the world. And I think, uh, so one of the key pillars is the, is the greenery. Uh, it, the idea is to have not a garden in a terminal, but to have a terminal in a garden. And I think that's one of the key pillars. The second uh, key pillar is the fact that Bangalore is also the Silicon Valley of India. So from a technology perspective, it needs to be at the forefront of uh, most terminals. So that's something that we've sort of focused on. A third pillar is the uh, idea of sustainability. Because today, as we sort of expand, as traffic grows, and as we think about global warming, climate change, and so many other things that are going to affect us and our future generations, we've tried to keep in mind aspects of sustainability in everything that we've done in Terminal 2. And finally, I think uh, we are the gateway, not just to Karnataka, but to all of South India from our perspective. We are the natural gateway to South India. But we also, uh, you know, we are the, the first point of entry into Bangalore City, into Karnataka and into the region, right? So from an art and culture perspective, we try to keep in mind the art and culture and heritage of Karnataka in every way as we thought about the terminal. So if right. you look at the four pillars, it's, it's the garden, it's the, I, the technology, the sustainability and the art and cultural heritage of Karnataka. So I think passengers should be really excited. Uh, the first phase of Terminal 2 is going to open later this year. It will open in, sub- in multiple phases. Hey, phase that's will good open to hear. Okay, later this year. Okay, that should be exciting. Fantastic. You know, um, I want to ask you personally, you've, you've been at the airport for a while. What is your favorite? Do you have a favorite spot at the airport? Because I do. I, my favorite is... Um, basically sitting at the lounge and watching flights take off and, and land and stuff like that. I can sit there for hours at a stretch. What's yours? So uh, it's very interesting. I'm also, a, like I said, an aviation geek. So my, I have two two favorite spots. One is, you know, on the odd occasion when I'm lucky enough to get up to the control tower and watch the flights take off and yeah, land. I, 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 I'm not, I don't think I'll be allowed there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those, it's one of my few perks. Yeah, yeah. And uh, secondly, I think like you, uh, when I travel through the terminal, uh, I feel really thrilled. So, especially when I'm sitting in the lounge, as, as like you, when I watch the flights take off and land, or when I see one of our staff or some passengers looking happy, right, smiling because they've got sort of great service from yeah. the staff or whatever it is. Yeah. It really does make me feel great because at the end of the day, we are we are doing this also because we believe that we are a public utility and a public service, mm-hmm. and we are an essential service, right? And right. we're also interestingly enough the largest contributor to the economy of the state from a from a GDP perspective. Mm-hmm. So in every way, right, when we do something well I think there's a benefit not just to ourselves but to society at large and I think for us it's very very important that the wider communities and the uh, city of Bangalore benefits from what we do right. so I think that when I when I see people being happy at the quad or people being happy inside the terminal or somebody saying something nice about the fact that they had a great experience while yeah. at the airport and equally even our partners right airlines cargo operators uh, the, the concessionaires etc when they come and tell us that something has has been done well or the fact that they're happy to be here with us i i think that 
you know nothing could be better from my perspective super good to hear that um my 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 last question to you before i let you guys go it's been 14 wonderful years could you perhaps i don't know maybe you've got i'm sure you've got you know many many stories over the 14 years but uh one story that's i think you hold very close to your heart um and something that always brings you a smile on your face when you think of the journey of the bengaluru international airport i'm not even saying this from a perspective of you know like a big management kind of thing and stuff like that i'm talking about from a simple passenger perspective a memory that comes to your mind that really really always puts a smile on your face what is it uh, okay i don't even think it's so much as a passenger i think uh, one of the things that has really made me feel very happy is how sustainably this airport has grown right and i'm saying this particularly because i don't think too many people know about the story but right. when we when the airport was conceptualized and when the land was given uh, this area and devanahalli was in a rain shadow region and yeah. the water table was actually at a very low level i think over the course of the last uh, 15 years as we developed the airport as our communities have worked together with us as we work together with with sort of the surrounding villages and things like that there are three things that fill me with great sort of joy uh, of course the the growth and the spectacular success and the new routes and all of that stuff is phenomenal and i'm an, and as i keep reiterating to various people that i'm a aviation junkie and so for me you know nothing could be better but more more interestingly i think the fact that we've done it in a sustainable way because today the water table our water positivity is at 1.37 right uh, 99% of the energy needs of the airport come from renewable sources for those of you who don't know it so a combination wow. of solar and wind uh those two things fill me with great joy and and i think the work that our uh corporate affairs and corporate social responsibility teams have done with our surrounding communities i think you you should come and see it uh the work that we've yeah. done with the schools in the surrounding region uh the number of people from the surrounding village who are employed at the airport i think these are the things that actually you know really tell us how successful a project or a, or something that we conceptualized is and i think people don't uh, sort of see this on a day to day basis we see the planes we see the passengers we see travel because all of these things affect us on a on a personal level at a, you know every day but i think the fact is that we've been successful because the communities around us have been successful and they've worked with us very very closely in order to allow us to be successful right and i think that's something that we don't ever take for granted so i would strongly urge bangaloreans to also you know contact us we would love to sort of talk to you about what we are doing and we would love to get your support in terms of also doing more not for us but for the communities around bangalore airport to make sure that all of you sort of participate in this success story i mean we're a, we're a, incredibly in india right we are a very successful public private partnership and that means the state mm-hmm. is involved the, the government of india is involved and and the private sector is involved and i think this is a great example of what we can all do to deliver world class service and world class infrastructure if all of us come together with the right sort of aspirations motives and execution and i think it's something that we would certainly like to share with the citizens of bangalore and whoever else is interested so i think to me that that's what makes me happiest every time i go to the airport right awesome well 14 wonderful years congratulations hey you know what next time i i swing by i'm going to come and say hi to you personally because listen i um your your uh, copcom general manager um gayatri sent me a little chat uh, that you did that's up on youtube and i was watching that before i you know kind of picked up the phone on you and man you really really i'd say embody all those qualities that you spoke of there and and then of course now that after after hearing you i think uh, henceforth i'm just going to i'm not going to call you all these fancy you know designation or not it's just going to be like uh, sateki who's an aviation junkie even you say it i like saying that as well i think there's a good way to describe you <laughs> sure okay i mean 
it's really kind of you and this has been a great pleasure i think uh, you know the citizens of bangalore should be excited about what we represent this is their airport as i say to everybody this is not uh, namma airport it's nimma airport and uh, and i think it's it's like it's everybody's uh, baby uh, so please do visit us next time you're passing through the airport definitely give me a call drop in Done. I'd love to see you and meet you. And yes, I am an aviation junkie, unabashedly so. <laughs> so thank you, thank you so much again. Uh, wishing you guys 14 and more. Many, many years, of course, of the Bengaluru International Airport Limited. Thank you. Thank you, K. It's been a great pleasure and all the best to everyone.